You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Kita Molders by Katie KT Katie on AO3. Rating explicit. Sorry, I grabbed your keys, Diana. Scully said, re entering the hotel room where Gibson sat watching King of the Hill. Oh, Diana picked up Scully's set off the table and handed it to her, but she jerked back. Oh, wow. She shook her head several times. What? Scully questioned. Um, Diana paused. Gibson chimed in without turning his head from the television. She noticed you have a key marked Mulder. She never had a key like that. Both agents turned to look at him. He didn't seem interested to discuss any further. Well, Diana said, it's true. I never had a key to his place. Even when we were together, she said spitefully. You two must be serious. She pursed her lips. I, um... Scully hesitated. Gibson had just complimented her on saying what she really thinks, and she took pride in that. But in this moment, intimidated by the return of the ex, she decided to admit the fact that she and Mulder were not, in fact, in that kind of relationship. Gibson caught the deception and turned to her briefly and smirked a bit. I need to go. She smiled at Gibson and left. Exhausted, Scully planned to head straight for the shower when she got to her apartment. As she hung her coat, she examined her keys. They had become the main character in a bit of intrigue this evening. She held them in her hand and walked to her bathroom, tossing and catching them a few times, before finally dropping them on the bathroom sink as she stripped and got into the shower. As the hot water cleansed her body, her mind began to wander. She and Mulder exchanged keys long ago. They agreed it was the best thing to do after several broken doors. But over the years, the keys stopped being for emergency use. They started to use them casually. They both used them to care for each other after injury, to wait for each other after a case, to bring each other food. A few times, she'd even found Mulder asleep on her couch first thing in the morning. Diana reacted so strongly to Scully having that key. So much for being his chickadee, she thought, giggling to herself as she applied her conditioner. She felt a strong sense of possession for having a literal key into Mulder's world that no one else, even Diana, ever had. Diana showing up in the last days had shaken her paradigm. She'd never really thought about Mulder being with someone. Although she knew about a few past relationships and saw his eye wander from time to time to beautiful women, he seemed singularly focused on their work and happy to augment his needs with his magazines and video collection. But after seeing Mulder and Diana holding hands and hearing the gunmen recount their past, she struggled to sleep at all last night. The thought of them getting back together had her stomach in knots. It made her realize that she had mentally marked him for herself, even if she hadn't acted on it. Was that fair to him? Probably not. How could she expect a man as smart and handsome as Mulder to abstain from relationships and intimacy forever? Nonetheless, she didn't know how to proceed from the stalled out position they were in. They were best friends, partners in life. Progressing into an intimate relationship would be such a tremendous risk to all they had built. But 
There was no risk of fantasizing about the two of them in private. She thought about him often in the shower. It seemed safest to confine her thoughts to just one space. Her hand moved down her wet torso to her clit as she thought about him. She inserted a finger inside herself to capture her wetness and spread it up and around her clit. She imagined Mulder touching her, and it didn't take long. It never did. Her orgasm quietly overtaking her. Flushed and relaxed, she toweled herself and put on a robe. The keys caught her eye again. She picked them up as she left the bathroom, holding the key that said Mulder out separately and running the finger that had just been inside her up and down the grooves. As she entered her living room, she saw a familiar head of hair on her couch with a pair of big feet propped up on her coffee table. Hi, she said, sounding a bit more sultry than she meant to, but she had just had an orgasm thinking about him seconds ago, so... Hey, I brought you some pizza. I figured you'd just be getting back from your Gibson shift. I hope I didn't startle you. I heard you were in the shower. She sat down next to him for a moment, distracted by his sweet expression and the smell of the pizza. She failed to recognize that she was still stroking the key to his apartment in her hands. What are you doing with my key, Scully? Are you stroking it? He laughed. She flushed in embarrassment. Oh, I forgot to drop my keys in the bowl by the door. Ended up carrying them all the way to the shower almost, she giggled. I was just bringing them back out. How very un-Scully-like. You okay? Yeah, she paused. I'm fine. She smiled, dropping the keys onto the coffee table after one final stroke along the grooves. She grabbed a piece of pizza. How'd it go with Diana and Gibson? Fine. Gibson is an amazing kid. I didn't talk to Diana too much. No? No. She cringed thinking about how, because of her lie by omission, Diana precisely thought she and Mulder were in a serious relationship. She felt so embarrassed to have to explain this to him. Maybe she wouldn't explain it, and that would avoid Diana going after him. No, that didn't seem like something that would deter Diana, and when Mulder found out some time later, it would look even worse. Mulder must have seen her cringe and get lost in thought. Once with the face, did she say something? Well, no, not exactly. She looked down and busied herself pulling off one piece of pepperoni. Something happened, Scully. What is it? He asked while biting into his slice. Well, and I'm sorry for this. She may be under the impression that you and I are in a serious relationship, she sighed. His eyebrows raised as he turned to look at her and considered the anxious look on her face. Oh, he shrugged, unbothered. He sunk his teeth into another bite and said with a full mouth, you don't need to feel bad. I don't care what she thinks. You don't? But Frohickey said you were together before. Yes, we were. He paused a beat and put his hand on her knee, trying to get her to relax, but she flexed a bit under his touch. Can I ask you, though, why she's under that impression? Scully put down her pizza and reached for the keys on the coffee table pulling out the one with his name labeled to it. She saw this. She paused, showing him the key. Okay, he replied, confused. She said that even when you two were together, she never had a key to your apartment. 
She seemed pretty shocked by it, honestly. He nodded his head, urging her to continue. She took a deep breath and looked into his eyes. She assumed this meant we were together and serious, and I, I didn't correct her. She fiddled with the keys in her hand, feeling embarrassed. Oh, he said softly. And I'm so sorry because maybe you want to get back together with her, she fumbled. I um, saw you two holding hands at the psychiatric hospital yesterday. Oh, he said in realization. I thought you didn't come to the hospital. You called me and said to meet you at the office. I'm so sorry, Mulder. I lied. She looked down at her hands. Seeing you two together. I don't know. I didn't want to interrupt, she sighed. Seeing you with her bothered me, honestly. So I just ran to my car and called you pretending I was never there. But I, I was. It bothered you, huh? Why? Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I was just surprised. And I felt like she was taking my place a bit. She put the keys down on the table. She wasn't sure what to think. Was Mulder going to be mad that she might have messed things up with him and Diana? He'd probably want his key back now. She hoped not. She did seem to need his a lot to get him out of trouble. She sneaked a look at him, and it was clear he was studying her, profiling her, really. Their eyes connected for a second, and her breath caught. She looked immediately away. Um, do you want a beer? She asked nervously. Before he could even answer, she bolted for the kitchen, needing to find something to busy herself with. She opened the fridge and found two beers. She began to dig in her drawer for a bottle opener. Suddenly, he was behind her. He placed both his hands on the countertop surrounding her. He whispered into her neck from behind. Scully, did you like letting Diana think we were together? His proximity sent a chill up and down her spine and a new throb to her center. She absolutely did love the thought of making Diana jealous, even if the reason for it didn't have a foundation in reality. Scully, he whispered again. He turned her forcefully, making her look at him, still surrounding her with his arms. She gasped at his boldness. Scully, why did you let Diana think we were in a relationship? He said seductively. She was glad that he didn't seem mad, but she could tell he was still profiling her at this moment, and she felt exposed. He moved one hand down, clutching the curve of her hip. You know why, Scully. Just tell me. She smirked and looked at him. I guess I just like knowing that I had something she never did. She raised her hands up onto his biceps gently, trying to find balance inside of his vortex. Since she had something I've never had. What's that, Scully? You, she said, looking back at his eyes. He stroked her cheek. Do you mean sex? Do you wish you had me like that? She stared into his hazel eyes and glanced at his pouty lip. She couldn't keep pretending she didn't want him. She couldn't expect him to wait for her forever. She was ready. She had to jump and hope he would catch her. Yes, she said flirtatiously, leaning into his touch. He slowly turned her head, his lips meeting her cheek, and then grazing back at her ear. He whispered, making her tingle. Then have me, Scully. She closed her eyes at the sensation and took a deep breath. Just like that, she whispered. 
His mouth was now moving back to her cheek, open and wet, his tongue leaving an exotic track of wetness on her skin. Just like that. You can have anything you want from me. His proximity had her senses overwhelmed. She wanted all of him, now. She hopped onto the counter to decrease the difference in height and pulled on his tie to bring him flush against her. Tell me what you want from me, Scully. He moaned, his lips on her neck. Mulder, I need to know the truth. There's nothing with you and Diana, she asked, still feeling a little insecure in her heart despite her body feeling flushed and wanton. Nothing, and I will always tell you the truth. Her core thrummed and her head felt dizzy. She kissed him hard, working her jaw and her tongue to hastily make a mental map of his mouth. He grabbed at her robe tie and pulled. The robe fell open, and he pushed it back off her shoulders just a bit. He teased his hands under her robe and ran them down the sides of her breasts and around to the top of her ass. She arched into his touch. Dana Scully, you are stunning. She ran her tongue into his mouth again, greedy before tugging at his tie. He took her cue and began to undress. Leave the tie, just leave the tie, she said. And she garnered him speechless. That never happened, she thought, and giggled. She hopped down off the counter and he looked confused. Then she reached her hand out for his and tugged him towards her bedroom. He got his pants and boxers off, but tugged back at her, pulling her towards her front door. Now she looked confused. He grabbed the sides of her robe and positioned her against the door. He began to kiss her again, pressing her firmly against the wood. He whispered into her ear, Nothing comes between us, Scully. No doors, no other people. His hands grabbed her breasts, squeezing them firmly as he continued. No one else has ever had a key because no one else deserved one. Only you. I trust you. She moaned loudly at his words, and he immediately responded by dropping a finger to her clit. Oh, God, she mewled. How many times have you let yourself into my place? So many, she panted, as his fingers continued plunging into her and rubbing her clit. I'm completely open for you, he breathed into her ear. Only you, only me, he commanded. Yes, only us, she replied. I want to fuck you right against this door, Scully. He grabbed the back of her thighs to lift her, and she wrapped her legs around him. She was in a full rush of dopamine and felt like she was floating. She listened to him as he continued to whisper in her ear and started grinding his erection towards her center. I let myself in earlier. I have a key to this door. This might as well be my place too, he boasted. She moaned loudly, ready for him. Can I fuck you against this door, Scully? Please, she whimpered. He plunged into her and started to thrust. In this position, she had fully relinquished control of her body to him. Her legs wrapped around his torso, her arms bracketed by him. She felt him staring and followed his eyes to her bouncing breasts. He looked just as aroused as she was. Considering it took her mere minutes fantasizing about him in the shower, it was no surprise to her that the real thing had her close to the edge after a few thrusts. Oh my God, Mulder, I'm already so close, she screamed. You feel so good, he growled, picking up the pace. Oh God, she screamed even louder. Scully, your neighbors are going to hear you. 
I don't care. They don't have a key. What are they going to do? She giggled. No, so naughty, Scully, he grunted. She began to pulse around him, and soon her orgasm took her over. Her body was limp, and he was completely holding her up. As she came back into herself, he kissed her gently and let her catch her breath a bit before thrusting into her several more times and finishing himself. She stayed locked around him, feeling his warmth and pressure. He leaned against her, sweating and calm. Fuck, Scully, why didn't you ask for that sooner? She kissed his cheek and finally unwrapped her legs from him as he gently placed her feet on the floor. I won't make you wait so long before next time. He embraced her and whispered, You're pretty perfect, you know that? Hmm. You're everything to me, Mulder. Well, like I said, you can have whatever you want. He smiled at her and had one more playful grab of her breasts. Want to take a shower? She laughed and hid her face in embarrassment. What? He questioned shyly. Shower, huh? She smiled and bit her lower lip. That's a place where maybe we can make some fantasies come to life. She teased, sashaying her way to the bathroom. Come on, she said as she turned around to wink. What? Fantasies? Scully? He was right behind her. If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there.